Hey there, demons. It's us, you girls. Welcome to the Office Goblin Podcast. I'm S. And I'm D. And we are goblins. Two goblins on the internet that have many thoughts, interests, and opinions about stuff and things. And today, do you want to get cringy? Do you want to get <laughs> indulgent with that secondhand embarrassment? Because, psych, this was an executive decision and you and a rhetorical question, and we're going to get... <laughs> All into the embarrassing things today. <laughs> yeah, S and I decided, you know, we haven't done a thing or an episode that we've talked about, you know, a lot of past stories just yet. You know, stories that we look back on and go, why? <laughs> so, we decided yeah. to remedy that. Uh, from a soft, gentle weep to horrible <laughs> wailing, we've got it covered today. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, what what kind of embarrassment lies in your coffers? <laughs> coffers. Yeah, or I don't know what is that catacombs. The catacombs of cringe. <gasps> Episode title. I, I don't know words. Don't you just love words? I love when that happens. It's so serendipitous. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna type it now. <laughs> <laughs> we forget. Yeah. Because that would be embarrassing. <laughs> Coming up with something so lovely like that of a title and then forgetting about it. Oh, God. Okay. So this whole idea honestly came from something that happened to me today. And I figured I can just go ahead and get our ball rolling. <laughs> Please do. So today I spent the day with my cousin we went out shopping and had a blast, right? So mm-hmm. our first stop was Target. And it's about a 40-minute drive from home to where Target is that I was meeting her at. Mm-hmm. And I got there and I texted her because I didn't know how close or how far she was. And I said, hey, I'm going to the bathroom. I'll be right out. So I go into the bathroom. And there's an employee in one of the stalls. And I know it's an employee because her radio keeps going off. Okay. And I'm just thinking – whatever fine i go into the stall you know there's music playing because there's always music playing in the bathrooms in most big box stores and her radio is constantly going off and ever since i've been trying to be more aware of putting in my body and trying to be more healthy i've been increasing my fiber intake so when i sat down and i figured i just had to go number one right number two knocked on the door and said no we got to go too I just went, okay, fine, you know, so start doing that. And all of a sudden, the music cuts out, her radio shuts off, and the dreaded plop sounds. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sitting here going, why? (laughs) Can I ask you a question? Absolutely. In addition to the plop and the terrible... Silence. <laughs> Were you greeted by the kiss of Poseidon as well? <laughs> um, no, I don't think I was. It was it was not like massive. It was much smaller. Yeah. But it was little... still like that when you can hear something drop into a pool of water. And I sure. just went, why? <laughs> Especially because it's like the universe worked to get as quiet as it could around me. And so just the sound was so loud. Yeah, yeah. You go from 100 to not that. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So yeah, that I I sat there and I just went, okay, well, I'm hoping that she's almost done so that I don't have to look at her when I come out of the stall with this walk of shame. Yeah. No, she sat in there for a good 30 more seconds. And I'm just like, I'm done and I don't want to get out because I don't want you to get out and see me. <laughs> but to be fair, I think you were in the most optimal place to be doing that business. Because when we were in grad school, the floor mm-hmm. that um, I had one of my assistantships on, we had a bathroom. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know who, if it was one <laughs> of the undergrads or if it was actually someone on the floor. And there weren't many of us. Mm-hmm. So that's a very narrow list of suspects. <laughs> if we went from that pool. And someone took a number two and missed their target entirely. What? And then smeared it all over the floor, girl. No! It was everywhere. It was everywhere. And I'm like, is this a barn? Oh, my God. Yeah, if you want to talk horror and cringe and embarrassment that someone should be feeling, because I'm like, how do you miss the toilet like that? Like, were you just like like a cannon? Just, you know, if it hits the target, (laughs) it hits. (laughs) Were you trying? (laughs) I, oh my god. And how do you just leave it there? It was outside the stall. What the fuck? That's where it started, outside the stall. Like a dead body murder scene instead of blood, it was just poop? Poo everywhere. Oh my god. I don't know why I raised my voice like that. Like, I'm sorry, but just thinking about it, because I remember the shock of walking into this bathroom and into the powder room, because I'm a lady. And <laughs> it was a shit-smeared powder room. Oh, my God. See, in that moment, I would just turn around and walk back out. No, I, I went to the office assistant and was like, there's been a situation. <laughs> you know, in the most calm voice I could muster. And I just honestly felt so bad for whatever maintenance crew was going to come in there, whoever was tasked with this horrible job of cleaning up after this heathen who can't aim in a toilet i i I, there's something about women's restrooms that i don't think a lot of people understand yeah in that I, i feel women are generally you know somewhat clean somewhat organized but when it comes to female bathrooms it's no holds bar it, yeah, yeah. I, like, the number of times I've walked into a stall and it looks like a haunted house in there, like a crime scene. <laughs> you know, uh, like, flush the toilet, wipe off whatever you've sprayed. Because I always like to think, you know, having never been in a men's bathroom, that it's just troughs. <laughs> With maybe like a a urinal cake every so often in the trough. But sometimes you're right. Like the woman's bathroom is a gruesome place to be. I So here's some secondhand embarrassment stories from a women's restroom. Okay. I live. That's a great book title. (laughs) I lived in the dorms my first three years of undergrad. Uh Uh-huh. And I lived in the community side, the, the women's side. Because how our dorm system worked, it had three wings. So there was one entire hallway dedicated to women, one entire hallway dedicated to men, and then one entire hallway dedicated to uh, suites. Okay. 
So a suite would be you have your own private bathroom, you have your roommate. Some of them had two roommates because they were such large rooms and like Mm -hmm. that was it. So (laughs) I didn't have the kind of money for that. I lived in the general women's hallway. I remember (laughs) going to the bathroom to shower one night. Uh Uh-huh. Why did someone and how did someone not realize this? There was a a, a bloody tampon Ugh. on the floor yep. of the women's shower side. And I just remember walking in and looking at it. I'm like, I'm not going to pick that up. No. But I need to shower. So I, <laughs> thankfully, it was far enough in its own stall. So I was, I was in the other stall. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the whole time that you're in there showering, you can see it. Yeah, this rogue tampon. What if it decided to just start floating over to your side? I would scream and probably run out of the shower naked if that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, to the listeners, it's not that we're thinking that menstruation itself is gross, that women's menstruation products are gross. It's the fact that someone left their used tampon in a public space. Uh Uh-huh. You know, not only is that just nasty and bad bedside manner i think for your fellow dorm mates but also mm-hmm. like d- come on <laughs> like, i mean just, it would be like like clogging the drain or whatever i don't know <laughs> i was gonna say an equivalent would be if someone leaves really nasty used tissues oh yeah it's just i understand it's a natural process that your body is going through but that doesn't mm-hmm. mean you leave shit places Yes. <laughs> yeah. A- another another fun story that happened. Same bathroom. Different year, I think. Maybe. I'm not sure here. <laughs> different different year, different trauma. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of blend together. The same place. Yeah, it's all in the bathroom. But I came in on a Sunday morning. On the Lord's Day? On the Lord's Day. To go to the bathroom, brush my teeth, whatever. Mm-hmm. I walk in. And how the bathroom was set up is you walk in and there's a wall. There's mirrors on both sides, sinks on both sides. But then on one side, it's the showers. And on one side, it's the toilets. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then at the edge of this wall, there's a trash can. Mm -hmm. For paper towels, right? For you finish washing your hands, dry them, throw the the paper towels away. Why did someone (laughs) decide to puke... In the sink (laughs) next to the trash can. So close, but so far. And it was the worst because it was fucking Lucky Charms and you could tell. And I just remember walking in and seeing that going, what kind of animal pukes in the sink? Right. Like, at least, first of all, the trash can's right fucking there. I know. Second of all, the toilet is right fucking there. Why did you choose the sink with tiny little drain holes where it's lucky if your toothpaste goes down them and you puked in it? (laughs) To be fair, sometimes you're not ready for it and you just kind of go for the fastest, most available surface available and... While I don't agree with this person, I've been there. I've puked in a sink <laughs> oh. and had to go back in later and, like, push down my ah. bits of zucchini and whatever else I was eating that day oh, into no. the drain. But at least 
I did that. <laughs> see, you know, I, I didn't leave it for all to see, like, oh, where be me lucky charms? Well, they're in the <laughs> sink. <laughs> no, I I know it was because it was a Sunday morning, which meant it was Saturday night, and the feeling I was mean, right. <laughs> Not right, really. It's. <laughs> I don't know if we, if we had like a game that night or whatever, but I wouldn't call my undergrad a party college. But people partied, you know, sure. just at almost any college, people are partying. And I knew quite a few people down my wing that would go out hard every weekend. And I just, I was so mad. Because, you know, when I was, yeah. I got sick once when I lived in the dorms. I got food poisoning. And it was bad. Mm-hmm. And I went into the bathroom took the trash can with me and said, if people have paper towels, they can just throw them on the floor. I will pick them up later. Took it with me into the stall, threw up in the trash can, uh-huh. took out the trash liner, because nine times out of ten, there's going to be more liners underneath. Yeah, yeah. Relined the trash can and threw the trash away in the trash room in the hall. Like, it's not that difficult, even when you are yeah i don't so yeah you would I don't think know. you would think because again it's it's like the same premise that we talked about people that throw trash out of their car or trash mm-hmm. in their car you know and it's just like a rolling dumpster if you wouldn't do that in insert the name of the person you care about most in their home <laughs> yeah why would you do that in a place that you share with so many people right do you have any bathroom embarrassing stories? Um, oh. Oh, gosh. I mean, it's probably like a whole host of things. Like, <laughs> if you're accidentally in the supermarket talking to yourself, and then you forget you're there and you fart. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I, there are people here. <laughs> Why? <But> you- <laughs> Why are toilet bowl farts so loud? Toilet bowl farts? Like, yeah, I- Especially, I think, with, you know, women, it's like, you think you're going in there to pee and, like, a little, like, boop comes out, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's and a that, thing. that, ooh, turns into a, because yeah. fucking echoes around the toilet bowl. <laughs> you know what? That actually happened in my undergrad, except I was in the stall next door to some girl when she peed on herself. And what? I know this because she was there with a friend. And all I heard was this pause, like a little, you know, then there was a pause. Uh And this girl who just started screaming, Yolanda, I peed. (laughs) I peed on myself. (laughs) Yolanda, I peed. Yeah, so, you know, Yolanda and reluctantly me had to be emotional support for this girl. Oh, no. Another time... It was also in my undergrad. I don't know why it's always undergrad bathrooms, but I'll I tell walked, you what. I, I tell you what. And it, I walked into the bathroom not even thinking. I was really tired and just kind of zoned out that day as per usual. And it, I mean, someone was doing a doing a poo, right? Okay. It smelled like a poo. It had all the characteristics of a poo. Ooh. But I didn't know that someone was in there. I saw that someone had put a mug on a ledge. So I think it was what? one of the school faculty. Oh, okay. And I walk into the bathroom and, you know, this, the smell hits first. Oh, yeah. So out loud, without thinking about it, I said, it smells like shit in here. And then I heard the toilet flush. And I was like, oh, God, I got to get out of here. So 
run, bitch, run. I felt so bad because I'm like, how else is a poo going to smell like? And yeah, it's a bathroom. What else goes on in a bathroom? You know what I mean? Oh, God. So I just felt so bad for, you know, you just say it. You don't think about it. And then once the realization hits, oh, yeah, there's a person attached to that poo. Oh, I know. I yeah. mean, you know they have to feel terrible already. Just like, I know. No other option, especially in the dorms. That's It's a public space. There's no right. helping it. Yeah, and it's like, I'd rather you poo into the toilet than on the floor <laughs> or somewhere else. Or like what people did outside my apartment in grad school where during game day, because the field was right across from my apartment, oh. people would... Fl- I've heard and seen people like a woman jump into our dumpster uh, to use it as a bathroom or men fully behind my apartment building in full view of my window i'm like no if i really wanted to creep in a voyeuristic manner at you urinating against the wall of my apartment building oh god (laughs) you nasty person there's a ton of shrubs over there Oh, God. Yeah, so I guess a lot of secondhand cringe and stuff or embarrassment at me putting my foot in my mouth was <laughs> all bathroom related. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel a lot of it tends to come from bathrooms because th- there's nothing really more embarrassing either between a bathroom issue or something that happens in front of other people. Yes. Yes. So, when I was a kid, <laughs> I, my parents, we went to Home Depot for whatever we needed at the time. I mm-hmm. think it was when my dad was remodeling the kitchen, so we needed to get more tile. Uh-huh. And I remember when you're a kid, you get tired so much quicker. And Home Depot is a big store. And it's a great store, by the way. It is, but it's big. And it is. <laughs> if you don't want to be there... Dear God, it can take forever being with other people that need to be there and just cannot make up their minds about things, right? Yes. So I got tired, mm-hmm. saw some boxes sitting on the ground, and figured, I think I was six. I'm just going to sit on the box and I'll wait for mom and dad to be done finishing, picking mm-hmm. out the tile that they want to use, right? I sit down and go through the box. <laughs> Feet up. Like a lawn chair. Like a lawn chair. Just folded in. Folded. (laughs) Just remember my dad laughing and my mom getting so mad because she didn't know if I broke something. Yeah. Or you could have hurt yourself. Like, God forbid there was pointy things or whatever, sharp things. Right. But yeah, no, I just, I don't remember who helped me out or in all honesty, I don't think anyone helped me out because my mom and my dad said, you got yourself into that. You can get yourself out of it. That sounds about right. Yeah. So it's just, you know, six or seven year old me struggling to get out of a (laughs) box that's mostly empty because I went through it. Yeah. Yeah. That was, you know, all the while other people are in the store, obviously. (laughs) Just Mm -hmm. so embarrassed. I just wanted to help out and. No, I, it was just free entertainment. I I will regale you with a tale of yes. my family laughing at uh, my behalf. I, I think I was around the same age, like seven, eight. Mm-hmm. And 
we had gone to the drugstore for something. It was within walking distance. So we were walking back and I had a magazine that I was looking at. And, you know, I was distracted by all the beautiful pictures and the colors mm-hmm. and didn't notice the parked car <laughs> in the driveway <laughs> of someone's oh, no. house and <laughs> walked right into that. Because, you know, I had a sure step. Like, growing up where I do, people tend to be fast walkers. And that certainly, uh-huh. you know, applied to young me. Having an even step, an even sure-footed step, mm-hmm. walked straight into this parked car, an SUV, I might add. <laughs> Jeep Cherokee and my full magazine just accordion like you know in and just the moment it took me to process what happened you know Uh uh-huh and my family not letting it down for the remainder of however much we had left to get back to the house oh god but just like being so crushed you know it's like why didn't you tell me (laughs) stop laughing at me I'm sensitive. (laughs) I remember being in a store. I want to say it was like Dollar Tree or Dollar General. Yeah. And I had found, I picked up one of those just cheap dollar books off the shelf and Uh was reading it. And I, my parents, I saw them out of the corner of my eye walking away. So I was like, oh, I need to keep up with them. Yeah. I knew we were about to leave. So I followed them all the way to the checkout station, reading my book the whole way, like, Whatever. Everything is fine. I got there. I look up. It is not my parents. (laughs) You're not my dad. (laughs) And I just looked at them and they looked at me and I went, (laughs) mom! And I turned (laughs) and I ran to go find her. (laughs) Like, I just, I almost fully kidnapped myself. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That I, you know what? I... I think these stories, like, the piggybacking back and forth is great because one time I went with my sibling and my parents to the store Mm -hmm. and my mom and sibling went to go get something and my dad was left to take care of me. He had one job. (laughs) Look out for me. (laughs) I looked down, you know, was looking through the rummaging through a pile of stuff. Look up. He's gone. He spirited away. Dad is gone. (laughs) And I couldn't find him. And I'm like six years old, dude. (laughs) So you know how it is like for a child, the world seems so big. Oh, yeah. Everything seems so far away. (laughs) And I'm freaking out because I'm like, I can't find my dad. Like, he left me. (laughs) And I'm going to be kidnapped. So, you know, automatically fear kicks in. Right. And I'm running around trying to find someone with a name tag. And I get to them and I'm like... I don't know where my dad is. Oh, no. <laughs> Just like the panic, you know? Because I I don't know. I'm like afraid that if I wander further off, like maybe he'll come looking for me and then it's going to turn into this huge thing, which it did because an announcement had to be made. Come and right? get your child <laughs> from where the registers are. And at least uh, vengeance was mine because my mom was so mad at my dad later. <laughs> Oh, I bet. I yeah. bet. She's it's like, like you, you had one thing to do. <laughs> How do you lose your own child? He got distracted. By what? Do you know what he got distracted by? I, I think it's like very similar to us where it's like, ooh, something shiny, you know? Gotcha. That yeah. makes sense. So while I, I understand, I sympathize with that. But on the other hand, like, I'm a child. <laughs> this is why we need leashes. 
I, I think that's like a big thing in the States. I haven't seen it anywhere else I've ever been. But especially during parades in the US, it's like a really fun thing. And they're, it's like a little monkey backpack, you know, something cute <laughs> to disguise the fact that your child is fully on a leash. It's either that or I've also seen the bracelets. Oh, like handcuffs, almost. Well, so there is, you know, the big bracelet for the parent's wrist and then the little race bracelet for the kid's wrist. And then there's like a, a curly, stretchy material <laughs> in between them. You know what I'm talking about? Like phone cord material. Yeah, kind of like how people would have their keys on that thing. Yeah. The cord, yeah. Yeah, that kind of material. So, you know, it's when it's fully extended, I think it's three feet long, but it's just to make sure that your kid doesn't either get taken in the crowd or wander off and get hit by something. You need, like, one of those retractable leashes. <laughs> like, if you're like, oh, that's enough. Uh, Johnny has wandered far enough away. You're like, zip and... <laughs> It's like, instead of how's the recall on your dog, how's the recall on your child? You know what? I mean, if you put a leash on your child, you're already (laughs) halfway there. (laughs) I don't know what's better, a leash or the fear of God. Because that's what I was working with. (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, both aren't mutually exclusive, right? (laughs) I think you can have both at the same time if you wanted to. I'm sure. I just, I know my... My mom used to laugh at at child leashes. She's like, you didn't walk away because you knew what was going to happen if you did. And I'm like, I don't know if that's better, mom. (laughs) 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 And I've been traumatized ever since. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that that really kicked off your psychosocial development. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my extreme need to obey authority until I realized that was not it, fam. Yeah, anarchy. (laughs) Anarchy! Anarchy! Oh. Oh. (laughs) Which reminds me, now that we're also on the topic of secondhand cringe, have you ever been mansplained to? Yes. Has someone ever sat and with a straight face tried to mansplain your own culture to you? No. Yeah, when your parents come from that country and that was your first language... And you went to a school an extra day a week in order to learn more about your culture. And someone who has none of that in their background is mansplaining your culture to you. Oh, no. Did you at any point say, listen, I'm from this culture. You don't need to explain this to me. Oh, yeah. But Uh it took me a second because I was like, am I having a stroke? (laughs) <laughs> is this happening? Did my soul leave my body? Because mind you, this wasn't the first of uh, said mansplaining incidents, but this one took the cake. Oh my god. Yeah. No, I've never had anyone try to explain my own culture to me because there's a 50-50 chance that America doesn't really have a culture. So, But that's mm. like a whole other argument, right? Sure, sure. But I do know I had my own degree explained back to me. Love it. Get into it. I I don't remember where it was. And I feel like I blocked most of this out just because there are some moments where not worth my mental energy to remember. Oh, you had a stroke as well. I see. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I talked about that, you know, I have the background in psychology and this uh-huh. is the degree and this is what I am focusing in for my independent study because I didn't do a, 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 th- a f- dissertation. 
because I wasn't going to do my PhD. And they were just, I, I don't know if they didn't realize that it wasn't conversational what they were saying. They were just talking at you. Explaining, yeah, explaining to me how psychology worked and where it came from oh and God. the latest trends. And I just, like the latest trends thing could be a conversation, but they were explaining to me how we got to where we were and i just went uh-huh i learned that in psych 101 i learned that in methodology i learned that in you know cognition class and it, they're just like not catching on that this is no longer a conversation they are teaching me my own degree <laughs> sweet baby jesus do you what is it with some people and just this lack of self-awareness for how big of an asshole you look right now and sound right now it's very much the same of when someone comes up and asks you to name all members in the band that's on your t-shirt. Oh, and what blood type they are as well. And what's their latest hits for the last 10 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, what, what does it matter? I, yeah. Or when you're the wearing a shirt. gatekeeping. <laughs> yeah, where you're wearing a shirt that has an anime and someone comes up to you and says, do you even know the names of the characters? Yeah, why the fuck would I not? Why would I be wearing the shirt then? Right, and even for the people who just like the aesthetic of it, fine, great, enjoy. What do I care? Right? Like, if I see someone wearing a shirt that has an anime on it, first of all, my initial response is, oh, friend, because it's another weeb, right? In the wild. <laughs> oh, fellow weeb sighting, yes. Weeb in the wild in America. It's like, oh my god. Especially, it's really bad when I'm driving and I see bumper stickers. I remember I saw someone with a UA bumper sticker where it's like, my kid is an honor student at UA, and I fucking freaked out. I love that. And I just went, potential friend. Like, that is my first reaction. Yeah, even if they have a senpai one, you're like, I will still consider it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, at the only the few times I do get the uh, courage <laughs> to go up and talk to a stranger, I say, I love your shirt. I watch that too. And mm -hmm. if they say, oh, I don't watch it. I just like the shirt. I say, oh, well, cool. You know, maybe give it a shot because it's a good story or whatever. Yeah. Or I just say, oh, okay, never mind. And I walk away slightly embarrassed at myself. Never have I ever <laughs> had the audacity to go up to someone and just immediately try to get them to justify why they're wearing the shirt or have the bag or the hat or whatever. Girl, like, the tirades don't stop. <laughs> oh, God. See, and I also I also get secondhand embarrassment. Mm -hmm. I feel like this conversation can kind of take a bit of a turn here. I get secondhand embarrassment as an American a lot of the times. Mm. Because you see these people acting a fool. An absolute fool online all the time. And I'm just like, could yeah. you not? <laughs> It kills me when you see people comment or, you know, there are videos online of, of individuals yelling at people to speak English in this country, right? Oh, don't and get what, me started. What gets me is when those people turn around and go, I'm speaking Navajo. Yeah, the original language. <laughs> like, if anyone's in the wrong here, it's you. Yes. Like, and that's just one of hundreds of languages that native speakers speak in this country. Mm -hmm. I, and that's 
a newsflash for anyone who didn't know, and I will say this as politely as possible, America, the United States of America, does not have a national language. It doesn't. There is not a national language on file. Majority speak English, but that's quickly being equal to those who speak Spanish. Yes. There's no one language that is like the national language. And that's the beauty of America. That's what's supposed to happen. You know, all these people come from all over the world and you can be an American. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I have several friends who are either immigrants themselves or first generation individuals, but I guess like technically second generation since their parents or whomever might would be considered the first. Mm-hmm. But at times their family members, they were like, now that we're here, we're going to exclusively speak English. That hurts. Because it was, yeah. And, you know, either it was like the pride of the fact that, yes, we had the opportunity to be here and we're going to mm-hmm. try to assimilate to this culture as much as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, not that there were any resentments of their own culture or shame of that. It was just the mindset of you're here in this country, so we have to acclimate to that. I really wish that there was more of a push for this is the native language that we speak. Yeah. And then English comes after. I really do. Because, man, I would be speaking Swedish right now. And that'd be cool as fuck. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And you know what? It, like, let's say even take Switzerland as an example. You come out the womb and you already speak like three languages because <laughs> they have like Swiss, German, English. I think they speak French there as well. Yeah. You know, so by the time you're exiting high school, you probably have like another three languages in the repertoire. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, I think it's I, I think language is just as cool. And it could be its own whole episode is just talking about language. But uh, I just I don't know. I, I don't see you see someone who's very different from you. And I just don't see how your immediate reaction is. I hate that you're different from me. It's so sad. Like that's the it flavor is. of life. And just, like, on a very human level, it's like, at the end of the day, we are people. What's the problem here? Right? What 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 is bothering you to the point that you have to embarrass not only yourself, but everyone around you, bringing it back to topic, yeah. on... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Come on, smooth segue. <laughs> but, like, it, it really is an embarrassment. And I remember when I went overseas in college... And I had a roommate that was native to the area that I traveled to. Mm-hmm. And their friends were asking her, you know, when they found out that she was rooming with an American, like, oh, my God, how crazy are they? How loud are they? Do they bring a gun with them? And I'm just like, <laughs> holy fucking shit, dude. No. <laughs> Can I add on to that? Absolutely. Add on to it. <laughs> so... This was a friend's family members who uh, lived in the top hat of America in the great land of Canada, Mother Canada. And they were like, so are you part of a gang? (laughs) (laughs) And especially given where I grew up, it's just like, you must be in a gang. You must know someone in a gang. (laughs) Oh, my God. No. And it's like, sorry, buds, we do not. (laughs) No, I I promise you there are there are quite a few Americans that are not <laughs> your stereotypical American, my guy. But yeah. 
good God. I, it, it, uh, yeah, I don't want to be an embarrassment. <laughs> yeah, I want to be an American, but I don't want to be an embarrassment. <laughs> don't want to be an American idiot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Those were some interesting times, right? Was that the, that was around the Bush era, right? When he was first elected? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was written because Bush was elected in president. <laughs> I see. And we were talking about junior, not senior. Yes. A time to be alive. <laughs> Best R&B of that era, though, I will say. Oh, my God. Listen, if if you beautiful listeners have not heard American Idiot by Green Day, you should go listen to it because it's still very relevant. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's bring it back in. Do you have any embarrassing stories from the last 10 years, 5 years? Um this is neither in the last 5 or 10 years, but I once called my 3rd grade teacher mom by accident. <laughs> And, like, you know, people forget about it, like, a week later, even a day later. Who cares? But I still think about it, like, once in a blue moon. Maybe, like, once every, I don't know, 15 years since then. So it's not very often. It's very rare. But I'm just like, oh, yeah, that happened. But I'm not embarrassed by it because I'm like, I was a child. You saying that reminds me that I called my high school math teacher dad. I rarely ever hear a dad. So that's cool, actually. Yeah, that was... He was my track coach, like the assistant track coach, and taught algebra, algebra two, trigonometry, geometry, and um, not calculus. Pre-calc. No, fuck. Trig. Geometry. Girl, (laughs) you're not helping. (laughs) Stoichiometry and chemistry. Anywho, he he basically taught all the high school math classes. He was the math teacher because, again, tiny ass town, 2,000 people. He wore many hats. Yes. Of math, yeah. And I just remember he was saying something, he was joking with the class, and I was trying to get help with a question. I just said, Dad, stop. And he <laughs> looked at me, and I looked at him, and I said, uh, can we forget that happened? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of a word like, what can you turn dad reasonably into and be like, oh, that's like <laughs> a nervous tick I sometimes have. No, and I or I like the Dada art movement, <laughs> which I was think a thing. It was, was pretty chill because I think I remember telling him that he was our track dad. Oh, got it. He okay. had that personality. He was dad basically, and yeah. it was just that was how he was. My aunt was my English teacher, and she was like the mom personality basically of our high uh-huh. school. So it was like we had these two people that. That's just that that was their personality. It's like you felt safe with that person. I'm sure he felt flattered, even if he didn't outright tell you that. <laughs> I'm sure part of him felt good knowing that you're comfortable around him. I really hope so, because I did not mean to like accidentally <laughs> make anyone feel awkward with that. Right, right. But there's a difference between uh, purposely making someone uncomfortable and then just an accident. That's true. This was also the teacher that I'm surprised didn't quit because of my class. Oh, no. What y'all do? So, (laughs) senior year, do you remember when planking was a thing? Unfortunately. So, 
I don't know if this was our corner of the world. Oh, yikes. Okay. But we did something called owling, which was you perch on something as high up as you could get. And like, uh-huh. hoo, hoo, like, <laughs> like an owl. <laughs> and so this teacher had these two cabinets, right, in his yeah. classroom that held math books, com- like uh, calculators. And he was also the NHS teacher. So he had all of like the NHS stuff in it, which is National Honor Society for those who don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> My best friend at the time climbed on top of his cabinets. And so, like, did the little hoo-hoo we were taking pictures, right? Yeah, yeah, as one does. <laughs> Teacher walks in, and we all look at him, and he looks to where we were originally looking and just walks back out of the room. <laughs> like, I don't have time for this, and just leaves. You know what? <laughs> we, um, so, you can be on a sports team, right? You were a multi-seasonal athlete. Absolutely. Um, well, the athleticism of the brain, meaning Science Olympiad, I was on an academic team in high school, A, and uh, who was also my physics teacher, and my team members and I successfully made a grown man, like, shake his head and just exit a room, because we were, (laughs) we used to boot up the iPod, you know, because it was that era, and he had an aux cord, so we... You know, we would take turns with playlists and stuff, and someone had put on a song called Coochie Dip City. I'm sorry, it was what? Coochie Dip City. (laughs) (laughs) And he, this man was staring daggers, I tell you. (laughs) And, you know, we're just jamming, we're just doing our thing, focusing on our respective events that, you know, we would be, you know managing come uh-huh. competition time and we were just playing some jams we we're just having a good time and <laughs> he was not having it was this a lonely island song no it was a das racist song this okay, wasn't like was. um on a boat or uh, dick, dick in a dick box, in box or anything <laughs> yeah even though i wouldn't be surprised if it had come on at some point as well <laughs> You gotta love Lonely Island titles. Those, yeah, excellent, excellent. Mm. They had, like, Bing Bong Brothers, which were very reminiscent of Yin Yang Twins. Yes, absolutely. Which I also appreciate, yeah, but Coochie Dip City. <laughs> Coochie Dip City. Yeah. Oh, my God. Never heard of that one. You know, speaking of sports. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. So I played basketball when I was a kid. I played basketball from fourth grade to eighth grade. I quit in high school because the coach was known for not being a good person. Fair enough. So I think this was, I want to say fifth grade. I don't think I was in middle school yet. And I'm going through this awkward growth spurt because Mm -hmm. I told you between the age of fourth grade and seventh grade, I went from 4'11 to 5'7. Yeah, yeah massive growth spurt i have no idea how to move my limbs correctly in between these years correct (laughs) like a little newborn deer or giraffe (laughs) honestly so i'm (laughs) it's the middle of a basketball game my mom remembers this more than i do because she clearly loves to bring it up and laugh at my expense i love her but that's just what my mom does (laughs) yeah sure (laughs) and apparently it's a fast break 
I don't know whose team has it. They're running down the court. I'm running down the court and I eat shit. <gasps> Middle of the court, trip on my own goddamn feet. No one near me. No one pushed me. Just <laughs> face plants. Hurting yourself on nothing. I love that. And I, I don't remember this. And it's, again, probably a memory I just blocked out. But I, I guess I just... And then I Mild got up concussion. and I, I kept running. Oh, I do. No. I do remember another <laughs> basketball game, same year. I'm fairly certain, same year. I was running down the court. We had the ball. I'm taking off. I'm looking behind me to make sure you know I'm watching my friend dribble up the ball. So if I can get clear, she can pass me and I can shoot. Right? Yeah. Points, basketball. I turn to make sure that I'm getting to my correct spot and truck some girl. <gasps> And I remember this. Damn. I I hit this girl so hard, I thought I knocked her out. Like, it was a football tackle. But it's like, you just merely, as I understand it, pivoted. Like, you just turned around, right, to see where your teammate was at? It wasn't even that. I was running this way, and I had my head turned behind me to watch my teammate. Oh, got it. And I turned my head to look straight, and I hit her. Like, at that moment, that was the moment of impact. Oh, yikes. The fun part is that she got the foul called on her because her feet were moving. So I got to shoot free throws for trucking a girl. (laughs) (laughs) She demanded justice and there was none. (laughs) So I'm picking myself up off the ground and all of a sudden someone hands me the ball and I'm just like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? And they said, go shoot free throws. (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's one of my favorite memories i think from childhood it was so funny oh my gosh you know what can i also tell you a basketball story so this was high school gym class okay and both of these incidents happened in the same year in gym class different sections because like each month we focused on a different sport Uh so the basketball month uh we were divided up into groups Someone had jumped on my back. I kid you not. I had literal (laughs) claw marks on my arms. Oh, my God. Yeah, from this person trying to get a ball. And there was no foul. There was no foul for whatever reason. But me giving this piggyback ride, fighting for my dear life. (laughs) But one time, me and this guy collided. And he had braces. You know, (gasps) we were friends. Yeah. So, like, you know, it was a total accident. Whatever. But his brace accidentally caught on my lip, and I still have a scar to this day. And I was bleeding profusely. Like, it was a deep gash. Oh, Right, because we, like, ran into each other hard that both of us later, like, fell some distance apart. Oh, my God. No. And they were just like, here's some ice. That's it. And then a few weeks later, I fell on my head. Don't ask how. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I tell you this very often. I fall, like, every few months. Yeah, like, I fall on my head. Don't ask what happened. (laughs) It's becoming this habit, I see. But (laughs) fell on my head. Immediately, they send me down to the office. So the nurse, she starts panicking. She's like, we need to call your parents. Mm -hmm. And openly tells me, this is a liability issue. So in case you pass out later, you can't sue the school. Uh Like, she's confessing shit to me, you know? And I'm just like, I just want some ice. 
Nurses don't care. They really Nurses don't. Nurses give zero fucks. They're like, <laughs> fire me. Find another one. Oh, you right. can't. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny because, like, the one time that I was just bleeding and wouldn't stop, uh-huh. you don't call my parents, nothing. Like, here's some ice. It's fine. But you fall on your head. It's a liability. And then I had my parents... Like, we got a call from the school. Can you explain what happened? And I'm like, I don't know what they told you, but I didn't do this on purpose. (laughs) I'm not trying to, like, sue this school. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, it could be that when it was a – it's a face wound or it's a head wound, it's going to bleed a lot. Like, that's just how it is. And so maybe they saw it as – they saw the cut itself and figured, yeah, she'll be fine. It'll stop bleeding eventually versus – hitting your head you could be concussed i probably was (laughs) and you could slip into a coma and so the school can't be liable for a coma versus you have a cut lip like i can see it but yeah no that's both times your parents should have been called girl the (laughs) i didn't even know i was bleeding until someone was like you are bleeding and you're bleeding a lot oh my god yeah basketball what, what is it is so you know, fierce another i have another basketball story and i know yes. we're starting to get close to like the hour mark here but no tell me i want to know so there was the, it was high school always high school and this guy it was an older kid we were all playing basketball together mm-hmm. i got a rebound and he grabbed he tried to grab the ball like, in the air at the same time as I did. And so when we came down, uh-huh. his arms kind of, like, went around me. And okay. I tried to keep the ball away, which caused his arm to go across my face. Like... And then, like this. Like, if you go... Like, I'm all audience, like a- if you sneeze into your arm, in the corner of your arm, and you put your face in your arm. But it was his arm, not mine. Like a semi-chokehold. Yeah. And then he starts basically dragging me around the court, <gasps> trying to take the ball. Oh. No. So what do I do? I fucking bite him. Yes. And he immediately lets go and goes, oh, my God, you bit me. Why'd you bite me? I said, well, don't fucking try and choke me. I didn't say fucking because I was a you good girl. Have. I should have. But literally everyone else around us said, you were dragging her. What do you mean? Why'd she bite you? I would have bit you earlier. <laughs> right. Like lick lick the crook of that elbow. Just what? No, I'm not licking. I'm biting. That was, no. Yeah, you have your biters for a reason. <laughs> you know what? Well played. And I hope you didn't get in trouble because of this turd. No, I don't think he told anyone. Later, he's like, you left indentions. It's like, well, you should have dragged me that long. So... Next time, let go of the fucking ball. <laughs> yeah, play stupid games, you get stupid prizes. <laughs> <coughs> Honestly. I bet I you have... didn't taste good either. Ew, no. Yeah, so you didn't win either way. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Yeah. Ugh. Well, we tasted like Axe body spray. <laughs> or, you know, whatever people shower themselves with in high school. I just remember, I'm realizing that 90% of my embarrassing stories are either sports related or bathroom related. (laughs) I mean, there's just so much that can go wrong with a human body, right? Yes, absolutely. Like the bathroom, this might be a weird thing to say, but it, it is like a very vulnerable place. Oh, yeah. And I think American bathrooms in particular, because there's spaces between the stalls, you know, between the door. Yes, 
which is so weird. You could see underneath it, like, uh, you know. Yeah. Do you have any final comments or, or thoughts about embarrassment or embarrassing stories, dearest? Um, I will say there's probably so many embarrassing incidents, many of which I've just pushed back into my mind and repressed <laughs> and suppressed. Whichever one is appropriate, I don't know. But take it all in sli- uh, stride. You can laugh about most things a few months, if not 15 years from now. <laughs> and it's okay. I guarantee you that most people aren't even thinking about it anymore. But in your mind, you're like, oh, my word, this is the worst day of my life. That is so true. I I promise you most people don't remember. I mean, just think of the number of times someone has brought up a story to you that you don't remember. You know, so however bad your own memory is, is probably good comparison to everyone else's memory. That part. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you can't remember shit. Other people probably can't remember <laughs> shit. And, and so, let's hope it stays that way. <laughs> right. I think I think we're all good. And even if something happens that is truly horrifyingly embarrassing to you, most people are probably going to see that as another Tuesday. You know, there's I I feel like the 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 core of helping people with social anxiety is to just remember people don't care. <laughs> And they got other stuff going on. (laughs) Right. They're more worried about what they're having for dinner that day. Right. Than, you know, whatever you think is going on with you. Most people aren't looking. They're too busy looking at themselves. And that is the truth, Dr. Ruth. Absolutely. Hang in there, baby. (laughs) (laughs) But with that being said, thank you, everyone, for listening. (laughs) If you have enjoyed it thus far, leave a like, a rating, subscribe, bookmark, shout us out into the universe, and send us to your friends. Tell them that we are awesome and worth listening to. We greatly appreciate all that you do for us. And until next week, stay alive, friends. Take care, everyone.